Life Audio. Welcome to the March or Die show today. Very glad to have you joining me. This is Thanksgiving week, and so we are going to talk about being thankful. I want to talk about Thanksgiving and talk about thankfulness, but I want to give you five truths about being thankful. We know that we're supposed to be thankful, and we know that uh, this is the time of year where we set aside all the animosity and hate we normally have and express Thanksgiving over over a good meal so we can get right back to uh, all the fighting and animosity and hate after that meal. But uh, this is the time of year, and even if you're listening to this after Thanksgiving, as we're in this holiday season, we've got Thanksgiving, we have Christmas, we have New Year's, a holiday season, a lot of things going on. And this is a time where we can be thankful for what we have, where we may look at what we have and wish we had more. Maybe we've had a loss this year and we're reminded of that over the course of these next several weeks, whatever the case, uh, I want to talk to you about being thankful. Five truths about being thankful. And we're going to talk about that in just a moment. Hi, I'm Rebecca Scott. As a servant of God, wife, and mother of four, I understand the juggle of multiple roles and stages. That's why I created the Encourager podcast to help guide us through the messy middle stage of life. Join me on The Encourager as we challenge the chaos and embrace harmony. Together, we'll create practical systems to balance your roles and fulfill priorities. And we will do it while having joy and energy for both home and work life. Tune in for inspiring stories and interviews, actionable tips, and methods to do both home and work life. Because here, we believe you can do all things, just not all at once. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Hello and welcome back to the March or Die show. Again, very glad to have you joining me. And I hope that you are enjoying a good uh, holiday week. If you're listening to this on Wednesday as it is released, maybe you're going home from work. Maybe you're at work. I'm not going to judge if you're listening to this at work. Hey, good for you. Uh, If you're listening to it on the way home, that's great too. Maybe you are listening to this. It's uh, Saturday. The holiday has come and gone. 
you have some downtime, maybe you're doing some chores, whatever the case. Maybe it's three weeks away from Thanksgiving and you're uh, getting ready for thing or for Christmas after Thanksgiving and you're working through all of that. Whatever the case, thank you for listening. And I want this episode in particular to be a help to you, maybe to give you some perspective on uh, being thankful. We, we know that Thanksgiving is a, a moment that we have on our calendar, a time that we have, and I'm thankful that we do. We're able to bring friends and family together and celebrate and all of the good things uh, of this season, of course. But being thankful is something that transcends a day on the calendar, transcends an event or a time. And uh, I really want to talk about that for just a moment. Before we jump into that, though, and uh, I need to remind you all the time because some of you aren't listening. So I continue to remind you, take some time, uh, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast. Very, very helpful if you subscribe. Uh, that allows me in a lot of ways to have more bandwidth and more opportunity to record uh, other episodes of this show, but to produce other content. And uh, for you, it allows you to know exactly when these episodes are pushed out. You need to be subscribed. Uh, also, take some time. Go to Jeremy Stalnecker, jeremystalnecker.com. That's my name, .com. And there you can find a place to sign up for my newsletter. You can find other podcasts that I'm involved with, other things that I'm doing. And uh, I'd love for you to check that out as well. So please go and check that out. So Thanksgiving, what are some facts about Thanksgiving? I, I love this verse. I've talked about this in the past, but First Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse number 18 says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God <laughs> in Christ Jesus concerning you. This is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Again, I've talked about this uh, this verse specifically on other occasions, I, I've told the story of when uh, I first remember actually seeing this verse and it, it meaning something to me. I was beginning my journey in the Marine Corps. I was having a really hard time reading the Bible because it was there. Uh, it wasn't a spiritual exercise of any kind. It was because it was there. And uh, going through it, stumbled on this verse as I'm sitting in the middle of a moment in my life where I'm questioning some decisions I came up to this verse in everything give thanks. Why? For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. It is always God's will for us to be people of thanks, to give thanks, to express thanks. In everything give thanks. In fact, this doesn't even just say be thankful because we can say, well, I am thankful on the inside. This says, look, you need to express that thanks. Be a thankful person. Be someone who tells others that they're thankful for them, for what they do. Be, and I think the implication here is thankful to God for what he's done for you and given you and how he's blessed you and how he works on your behalf. We are to be thankful. It is God's will. Now, I'm going to come to this in just a minute, but I want you to hang on to this thought, all right? If it's God's will that we are thankful, then what is it when we don't do what God wants us to do? <laughs> well, we would call that sin. If it's God's will for us to be thankful, then when we're not thankful, we are disobeying God. So this is not a strong suggestion. This isn't something that God would hope that we would do. This is something he is telling us we must do. It's a command given to us to be thankful. All right, with that in mind, and we'll come back to that specific thought in just a second, but with that in mind, God's will for us is to be thankful. Here are some truths about being thankful. Number one, thanksgiving, being thankful, 
is not dependent on circumstance. Now, we've got to get a hold of that, right? Because we, we know that, I think, intellectually. I can be thankful for things in my life, regardless of what's happening in my life. But we're so often driven by our emotions. At least I am. Maybe you're the same. I think you probably are. I'm so often driven by my emotions. I feel thankful, so I express thanks. I feel gratitude, and so I want to demonstrate somehow the gratitude that I have for others, even God problem with that is that our emotions are so driven or dictated by, structured by our environment, our circumstance, what we're going through, what we're dealing with. But the Bible here it is a command to give thanks, but not just to give thanks, to give thanks in everything. Everything. Now that everything encompasses an awful lot. It encompasses certainly the good things where we would want to be thankful, but it encompasses also those things that we would look at and say, what is here to be thankful for? I'm not going to go down a list because every situation and circumstance is different. And the point is, it doesn't matter whether you feel thankful or don't, whether you're going through a great time or a hard time, you're on the, the mountain peak or you're in the valley, whatever it is you're going through, you are to give thanks. Now, I don't think the suggestion here is that we give thanks for every evil thing or difficult thing that comes into our life, but we give thanks for a God that is over that, a God who is sovereign, a God who can work through it, a God who has lessons for us in it, who works all things together for the good of those who love him, who pursue him, who want his will in their lives. We can always be thankful in spite of, not because of, our circumstance. See, this is where most people miss it. This is why we can be angry at work on Wednesday, then find ourselves around a big meal with family on Thursday, and be excited, happy, thankful, pray a prayer together, list the things we're thankful for. Angry at work on Wednesday, thankful on Thursday, and worked up again on Friday when we're out doing the Christmas shopping, right? What's the difference? What changes? Our circumstance changes. Our situation changes, and so we're driven by what's happening around us. Thanksgiving is not dependent on circumstance. We have got to understand that truth about being thankful. Here's a second one. This is powerful. You say, all right, I get it, but I don't feel like it. Then let me share this one with you. <laughs> A lack of thanksgiving, this is a fact, can quench the spirit. Now, if you're not a uh, particular, particularly um, Bible-immersed person, maybe that phrase is strange to you. Maybe it, it, it has a, an odd connotation or sound to you. If you read the Bible often and you understand particularly the New Testament teaching on the Holy Spirit of God, you understand what the Bible says, that we are to be led by the Holy Spirit of God. We are to be guided by the Holy Spirit of God. Great teaching. Jesus is talking to his disciples about the crucifixion and the fact that eventually he would have to leave and the struggles through all of that. And he's working through that with them. They don't even really understand it until after the resurrection takes place. Crazy, right? But Jesus is working through this with all of them. They express to him that they don't want him to leave. They want to continue to follow him on earth as they had been. And he tells them that it's needful for him to leave. 
Because when he leaves, he'll send a comforter. That comforter is the Holy Spirit of God. That the Holy Spirit will provide comfort, but that the Holy Spirit will also guide us into truth. We're told in the Bible that the person of faith, one who has put their faith in Jesus Christ, who has become a Christian, they've accepted him as their Savior, is a person who is filled with the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, if you don't have the Spirit, you're none of his. Those who are Christians have the Holy Spirit of God living within them. And again, this is not a, an episode on the Holy Spirit, but but that's what the Bible teaches. Maybe I'll do a whole episode on that at some point, but let's accept that. <laughs> and the reason we have the Holy Spirit of God is to provide comfort when there's hurt and loss and we need comfort. To provide conviction when we need conviction, understanding uh, that God has a plan for our lives and when we're going contrary to that plan, rebelling against Him, sinning against Him, the Holy Spirit convicts us to bring us back into alignment with God and His will. But the Holy Spirit is also to guide us into truth, to teach us the things that we need to know, to help us to understand the direction that we are supposed to go. Very important. Now we go back to this verse in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, where the Bible says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you, period. Verse 19, a very simple verse. Quench not the Spirit. That's the whole verse. Quench not the Spirit. What does that mean? It means a person who is not thankful, an unthankful person. Now, I want to be careful. I'm not talking about someone who's struggling because of a hard time, someone who's going through a difficulty, someone who's crying out to God. That's not what I'm talking about. But a person who is unthankful, who is allowing their circumstance to dictate their heart of thanksgiving to God, is a person who will quench the Spirit. What does that mean, quench the Spirit? The Holy Spirit of God within us? Quenched is to be silenced quenched like a, a flame that's put out between your fingers on a candle. We need the Holy Spirit of God to guide us, to direct us, to lead us, to encourage us, give us comfort, to convict us when we need to be convicted, to help us to know the direction that we should go to stay aligned to or get back into alignment with the will of God. And yet the Bible here teaches that if we are not thankful in everything, then we will quench the Holy Spirit of God. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> what does that mean practically? Well, it means a person who's not thankful will live without the guidance and direction of the Holy Spirit of God. There is confusion in the life of a person who's not thankful. They will be given over to simply being guided by their circumstance or their emotions and their feelings because they don't have the Holy Spirit of God speaking to them. They've quenched the Spirit. They're no longer thankful. Thankful people are people who allow God to guide their lives. Uh, why? Because they don't look at the world through the lens of what's happening. They look at a God who is leading in spite of what is happening. But if we're not thankful... We quench the Spirit. That's a truth. So number one, thanksgiving is not dependent on circumstance. Number two, a lack of thanksgiving can quench the Spirit. Number three, a thankful attitude keeps our hearts and minds focused on the giver of every good and perfect gift. <laughs> That's good. 
A thankful attitude keeps our hearts and minds focused on the giver of all good and perfect gifts. James chapter 1 and verse 17 tells us that uh, every good and perfect gift comes from above, from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Every good gift in our life comes from God. Every good gift comes from God. And a thankful person is a person who elevates their view, elevates their eyes to the giver of those good gifts. It's amazing we lose perspective and we lose focus in life because we we get wrapped up on or in kind of this idea of I need to work harder or I need to earn more, I need to get more stuff, I need to, you know, whatever. We're so wrapped up in us doing all of these things. Now, God calls us to work hard and God calls us to be diligent and God tells us we're rewarded for those good works and uh, we should be fruitful in life. All, All of those things are true. But all of those things are true because God makes them so. God blesses us. God gives us good gifts. And when we're thankful, we're not looking at ourselves as the giver of good gifts. We're looking at God as the giver of every good and perfect gift. Our eyes stay elevated on Him. And how important is that in a world where there is so much discouragement and uh, so much brokenness and so much hurt? to keep our eyes focused on the giver of good gifts. It's interesting. We've talked about this before, but Revelation chapter 4 and verse 11 is is really uh, a singular verse in the Bible that explains why we're here. (laughs) The Bible says, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive honor and glory. For your purpose we are and were created. We were created to give glory to God. That's why we're on this planet, to give glory to God. When we are able to keep our eyes focused on Him, when we're thankful people, we are inherently people that reflect glory back to Him. Isn't it crazy that as we give thanks, we are fulfilling our God-given purpose of glorifying Him? When we receive the glory ourselves for the things that we have, or we think that every good thing that we have comes from us, or uh, there's some other uh, giver or source of the good things that we have in our lives. Uh, We are taking glory from God, but when everything, even in the difficult circumstances and situations of life, we're able to reflect glory to God as the giver of good gifts, what are we doing? Ultimately and fundamentally, we are fulfilling the purpose He placed on our life to live in a way that glorifies Him. A thankful attitude keeps our hearts and minds focused on the giver of every good and perfect gift. So five truths. Number one, thanksgiving is not dependent on circumstance. Number two, a lack of thanksgiving can quench the spirit. Number three, a thankful attitude keeps our hearts and minds focused on the giver of all good and perfect gifts. Number four, this is one that is talked about often. I don't know, always understood. Thanksgiving precedes joy. I want to explain this. Thanksgiving precedes joy. Now, this goes back a little bit to the beginning of our understanding that Thanksgiving is not dependent on our circumstance. But but somehow we believe that what that means <laughs> is that we can be thankful and not filled with joy. 
a world that doesn't believe what the Bible says buys into this idea that they need to be joyful or have joyful, be happy in order to give thanks. What the Bible teaches is that the giving of thanks is a command from God. We are to be thankful because God said so. And what we understand from that is that if we obey God in giving thanks, we will experience joy. Not only joy, but the other fruit of the Spirit. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22. It lays out that fruit of the Spirit. Joy is an element of that fruit. Nine elements there. Joy is one. What we realize from that, and again, I've talked about this before, is that joy is produced by the Holy Spirit of God in us. Now, understand this. This is great, right? How does all this work? Well, when we obey God, we allow the Holy Spirit of God to guide us and direct us. And the Holy Spirit then has the ability to produce that fruit that's outlined in Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22. Fruit is produced by the Holy Spirit of God in obedient followers of God. This goes back to 1 Thessalonians 5.18. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Verse 19, quench not the Spirit. When we are obedient, the Spirit works. When we are disobedient, the Spirit is quenched. And when the Spirit is quenched, there is no ability for the Holy Spirit of God to produce fruit in us. Do you want to be a joyful person? Do you want to be a person that has joy? Be obedient to God. And so much of that begins with being thankful, understanding He is the giver of every good gift, that He is the one who blesses, that our responsibility is to deflect honor and glory to Him. And we do that by, regardless of our circumstance, giving thanks. What a truth. Joy comes to thankful people. If you lack joy in your life, I would say love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, kindness, meekness, (laughs) the fruit of the Spirit. If you lack those elements in your life, learn to be a thankful person. Well, my circumstance, my environment, my situation. Yeah, being thankful has nothing to do with those things. It's about elevating your gaze to a God who provides so much good in your life, regardless of the bad that may be occurring. Thanksgiving precedes joy, which takes us to our final truth. Number five, sincere thanksgiving encourages others. Now, I said (laughs) sincere thanksgiving encourages others. When we are sincerely thankful, others will be encouraged. Here's how this works. We live in a world that is very discouraged, a lot of discouraged people, and probably for good reason. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on in our world. And so it's easy to become discouraged. It's easy to become overwhelmed. And there is a world of people who are overwhelmed and discouraged and not thankful because of what's happening in their lives. And when you enter their lives, maybe you work with them, maybe it's a family member, a friend, a neighbor, you're in their lives and they see the difficulty that you go through and the experiences that you have with culture and everything else that they're dealing with as well. And yet you do it with a thankful heart. What an encouragement that is to others. 
You see, when we allow circumstance to drive us, then we get pulled down by whatever's happening, and we're living in a moment where there's a lot happening. Most people are being pulled down by circumstance, by what's happening. And we have the opportunity to encourage others to help them elevate their gaze out of their situation and onto a God who does love them and does care for them and has provided for them and has a a place and a direction for them. We encourage others when we are people of thanks. I think maybe the best gift we can give to other people in our lives is the gift of encouragement. And you might say, well, what about love and the provision that a husband and a father should give to their uh, families and, and all of those things? All of those things are good, but but all of those things can, <laughs> if we have the right attitude, fall into the bucket or the category of encouragement. I want to encourage the people around me. And so often it's not about doing to them or for them. But about, but about living a sincere life of thanksgiving to an eternal God. This is a season where so much is said about being thankful, but it's also a season where because of circumstance or situation or events that have happened, loss of loved ones, loss of income, where it can be very easy to become unthankful (laughs) or to look around and say, what do I have to be thankful for? And yet the Bible tells us, not just on this Thanksgiving day, but in everything, we are to give thanks. And what we understand is that Thanksgiving is not dependent on circumstance. It's not. We realize that a lack of Thanksgiving can quench the Holy Spirit of God, that a thankful attitude keeps our hearts and minds focused on the giver of all good gifts, that Thanksgiving precedes joy, it doesn't follow it, and that sincere Thanksgiving encourages others. I hope that those thoughts spur something in your mind It is easy for me to know what's right to do, but then to say something like this, so what? (laughs) I don't feel like it. Well, that's not really what this is about. Whether you have a huge family gathering this Thanksgiving with people you care about or um, you're all alone, you're doing really well. This has been the greatest year of your life or it's been a real struggle. You have new relationships or you've lost some valued relationships. Your circumstance should not decide for you whether or not you will be thankful. In everything, give thanks. Why? Well, because this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. I hope that is a help to you this week. And again, it doesn't matter when you listen to this. Uh, This is the season of Thanksgiving, but this is not a Thanksgiving only (laughs) lesson that we need to learn. We need to be thankful people. 
And I hope that that will be a help to you. Please take some time. Go to Life Audio, lifeaudio.com. I mention this every episode. Some other great podcasts there. And I would encourage you to go and check those out. Subscribe if you have not yet subscribed to the show. And then check out jeremystalnecker.com. A lot of things to do, but I'm sure you have a lot of time. You're recovering from Turkey. You're sitting somewhere. Maybe you're in a mall on a bench while your loved ones are shopping. Go ahead and do all these things right now. You've got time. And if you don't, do it when you get home. But uh, I appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, watching if you're watching. And I hope that you have a great holiday season. We will talk to you next time. Many of our veterans feel they need to fight their battles alone. This self-isolation has led to the staggering statistic of more than 20 veterans taking their lives every day. The mission of Mighty Oaks is to eradicate the veteran suicide epidemic and help our warriors change their legacies. We've been able to help over 4,000 veterans and first responders by equipping them with the tools they need to live the lives they were created to live. Our faith-based, peer-to-peer approach has one of the highest success rates of any program available today, offering hope and understanding to those who need it most. By aligning their lives to biblical principles, these men and women are able to lead their families, their communities, and our nation. It's your generosity that can make a difference in the lives of the men and women who have fought for our country and our freedoms. Now that they're home, don't let them fight alone. Learn more at MightyOaksPrograms.org. The love of God is immeasurable. It's unchanging. It's indescribable. Because God loves you so much, you can sleep through the night in peace. With Abide Bible Sleep Meditation, you can fall asleep fast with relaxing sleep stories based on Scripture. To start listening now, go to LifeAudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Abide Bible Sleep Meditation. You can also download the Abide app for more biblical meditations at abide.com.